Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Game Time Decisions presents the DFS Lineup Lock Hour, sponsored by DailyRoto.com. Game time decisions, ready, rage radio, lineup, lock, live, fantasy sports radio network. I am Gabriel Renzi. Michigan State, Nebraska, big game tonight in the Big Ten. Nebraska 9 0 at home. Michigan State haven't lost in like forever. They're 15 2, 10 0 in their last 10, 9 1 against the spread. We'll jump into the college basketball board a little bit later on, take a look at the NBA card and NHL cards from a betting perspective, but let's uh, take a look at the cards from a DFS perspective uh right now with a fellow buffalo bill uh fan hey, and, hey, uh, hey. let's we'll go buffalo leone uh wants antonio brown or <laughs> Le'Veon bell um on the buffalo bills michael leone dailyroto.com what's up leone how you doing buddy i'm doing well it's a little bit sad and yet another year of having to watch the patriots and the conference championship game uh, I, we need this routine to stop, Gabe. Yeah, I'm taking some solace. I'm almost like a Chief fan this weekend. We're at the end of the line. I don't think they're going to win this weekend. But it's the one thing, you know, you, you talk, I look and you look at the, the, the stats, all right, top four offensive teams. Top four offensive teams are alive right now. And we're like, all right, who's the best offensive team? Well, statistically, the New England Patriots give up the less points. Yet, like I told people, Mike, Look at the teams they play. The Bills twice, the Dolphins twice. Uh, like the AFC East, it's really just full of stooges. You know, like the, the Adam Gase is a bad coach with the Dolphins, so the Jets decide to hire him. <laughs> like, just because he yeah. always beat them. You know, we hire Rex Ryan from the Jets. And I like Josh Allen. I know you said, you know, it was DFS, it was fun. You really don't know what the long-term projection for this guy is, but... Even next year, Mike, it's hard to get excited. Somebody asked me about the Bills the other day. I'm like, man, I don't know. What, we need linebackers, D-linemen, wide receivers? Like, what don't we need? You know? Yeah, everyone keeps talking about all the cap space the Bills have. And the problem is there's a few other teams with a lot of cap space, and you need the players to be there, right? I mean, what does cap space matter? You know, the right players aren't on the market. You look at the receiver market, it's pretty bare. You know, you got guys like Tyrell Williams, Golden Tate, like – you know, these aren't true number one. So even with all the cap space they've created, it's going to take some time. And as you said, we've got the top four offensive teams left. So my concern for the Bills long term is, you know, people think, oh, they're just an offense away, just an offense away. Well, defense is pretty shaky year to year, like just generally across the NFL. It's difficult to predict. And uh, if you're hanging your hat on the Bills defense remaining top five for the next three years, you know, that might not happen. If they regress a little bit, you need the offense not just to be average. You need them to be 
well above average. And I think that's what we're seeing in the NFL playoffs this year. It's top offenses that really make the difference. And I don't know, you know, we're still pretty far away from a top offense. The defense kept us in game. So I'm not sure that's the long-term winning formula. That's why I got so mad too. I even did a video about it, um, about Tom Brady with that whole, nobody believed in us, blah, blah, blah. It's like, dude, you were, you were four point (laughs) favorites. If you're favorite in a football game, you know, it's like it's like Drew Dakemeyer saying nobody said I was a good DFS player. It's like settle down, Drew. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> There's like, three you know, like, dogs on the road. Yeah, I know. Yeah, this football. week, oh, how dare you? And and Edelman has hashtag bet against us. I actually tweeted him. I said I'm going to. <laughs> I did. I tweeted Edelman <laughs> with the hashtag bet against us. I said I plan on doing it. Go Chiefs. <laughs> and uh, but yeah, so get that. The Patriots have been favored in six. Tom Brady, I should say. So the Patriots, whatever. Brady's not there. Tom Brady has been favored in 69 consecutive football games. And this guy is crying about nobody believes in him. 69 games in a row you've been favored in the NFL. It's unheard of. But nobody believes in you, Tommy, right? Like, it's kind of annoying. But like I said, I think they're going down this. Who do you think wins the game, Mike? I think KC wins. I really hope they do. I mean, I can't bear another <laughs> Patriots Super Bowl. But I just think this KC team's just got too much of an advantage in the skill players, especially with Sammy Watkins back. You know, he was someone we were worried, you know, might be limited last week. He ended up playing the second most snaps of any player in the divisional round. Looked good. Saw nearly 20% of targets. So I know a lot of people often make a big deal out of Belichick stopping the number one on opposing team. But uh, it's a team that's got a versatile running back in Damian Williams. They've got the best tight end in the league in Travis Kelsey. They've got one of the biggest playmakers in the league in Tyreek Hill. You've got Sammy as an explosive third wide receiver, you know, and then Patrick Mahomes, you can make something out of nothing. On he's almost like two players at once. Yeah. yeah he's and the almost defense like is quarterback. Hey, guys. Him, yeah. The defense helped beat the Colts. Like, it's better, and they got guys returning. Like, it's a totally different team. Like, yeah, They have crazy. a pass rush, yeah. And, that, you know, their defense statistics on the year aren't that good, but they do have a pass rush, and if this offense give them a lead, you know, that's something New England didn't have to deal with at all last week. I will say I did not expect New England to trounce the Chargers like that. I was kind of on the Chargers, but, you know, this is the other edge New England gets. They beat up on the AFC East all year. And then a team like the Chargers that probably should have the bye, probably should have home field, they've got to go to Baltimore. And the next yep. week they've got to go to New England. And New England's got the bye week to rest, guys. They get the home game. Uh, and they took advantage of it. They played extremely well, very efficient. I, I did not expect that. But uh, it is one of those edges. I'm a bitter Bills fan, so I'm just going to complain about those edges they get from <laughs> you know, consistently getting that easy path through the AFC East. I wanted to ask you from a DFS perspective, um, the weather, and I saw a report, I guess I clicked this story, but they said, oh, suddenly the weather might not be quite as bad as predicted in Kansas City. But we've been talking about it all week here on the show. In today's NFL, they, they heat the field. Like the field can't get below 30 degrees anyways. They have a heater underneath the field, so the field is fine. They have a tarp on top of it. The, the players are warm on the sidelines. They've got all kinds of heaters and stuff. Sucks more for the fans than it does the players, but it has a, you know, and wind is always a key, obviously, but it has an effect on the total. I mean, the total open at 57, it was all the way down to 54 and a half. From a DFS perspective, do you tell yourself, Mike, that I would rather, I would rather take guys in the dome in a controlled atmosphere with a total that's actually a little higher 
Or are you like, man, I don't care what the weather is. Tyreek Hill is getting uh, – he's he's putting fantasy points up. Any any opinion on, 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 like, how you approach that? Yeah, I mean, it's a little difficult because you'd obviously prefer the Dome. I actually think those defenses in the NFC are a little bit better than on the AFC side, so that counteracts it a bit. I will say – and, and Kevin Cole from Roto Grinders had a good tweet storm on this. But historically, surprisingly, the cold weather hasn't affected scoring too much. You know, what yeah. affects the scoring is the wind. And, and sometimes, cold, a lot more often, a cold game is more likely to be windier. Uh, so then you see reduced scoring, but it's not actually the cold weather that's the cause of that. It's the wind. The cold weather, what it affects a lot is the kicking game. So in a weird way, you, you at times can see an increase in the fantasy potential for teams because point. coaches are going to be more willing to go for it in these fourth and short situations. Instead of that 42-yard field goal, five. they're like, screw it, let's go for it. Yeah. Like the Sox yeah, when they yeah, lost exactly. Janikowski. Excellent point. Excellent yeah, point. Yeah, so I'm, I'm really not too concerned about it. You know, these are two offenses that can beat you in a variety of ways, short passing, long passing, running. They can do everything. Uh, so I'm, I'm not concerned about it. Uh, I think it's a, you know, a two-game slate uh both games could go completely bonkers with the offenses we're seeing, but there's nothing there in the weather that's making me go, oh, I'm going to fade New England KC and go New Orleans Rams heavy. The nice part about the Rams-New Orleans game is just that the mid-tier receivers for this short slate, I think, is really where you get your kind of sort of cap relief. You know, the Robert Woods, Brandon Cooks of the world. You got Ted Ginn on the New Orleans side. I really like taking advantage of those mature receivers. And the only one I really see in the KC New England game, Sammy Watkins, who I talked about, I think uh, might not be getting the hype that he deserves just because he played so much that first game back but didn't necessarily have a huge fantasy game. Uh, but if you're looking at the volume, it's really encouraging moving forward. Brandon Cooks, yeah. very interesting. Uh, as well as you stated, you get these Ram wide receivers. Could you know they might be playing from behind at some point in time? He had six targets, uh, uh, six targets in, in the last uh, game. He caught uh, four passes for sixty-five yards. Intriguing matchup. I know he's one of the few dudes that wasn't happy there. You know what I mean? Like they started to phase him out, and I know he he bitched at that Sean Payton. He got into it with with Drew Brees a little bit. So interesting little storyline there. All right, let's jump into the NBA. Uh, tonight, Mike, and last night, the we, me and Cam were talking about the Toronto Raptor in a Celtic game, and last night, so Kyle Lowry played, Kawhi Leonard played. Tonight, they're shutting it down. Now, I don't know what the deal with Ananobi no. is. Lowry's back. So, Lowry's playing, Gabe. Is Lowry back? Yeah. Oh yes, he is, and he's called an on DraftKings. Sorry to interrupt, Mike. He sa- it says out, but uh, I guess we can put him in at 7,400 now, right, Mike? Because it confirmed he's playing now. That's what I see. Wow. Yeah, he was listed out all day, and then just within the last 20 minutes, uh, they said he yeah. was going to play. And, you know, it completely changes the DFS. That changes everything, Mike. Guy. For, like, yeah. Like, yeah. I was ready. Everything. I was about, I was about, <laughs> I had Norman Powell, I had Van Fleet. I was all ready to go. <laughs> I mean, I still think they're going heavy Raptors, except, ironically, Kyle Lowry is one of the guys you want to play now. You know, it's a really juicy matchup home against the Phoenix Suns. Uh, it's an interesting game stack, even, because, uh, you know, with Anunoby out as well, you know, some of the front court guys, like I think Serge Ibaka is an awesome play at power forward. And if you wanted to bring yep. it back on the Sun side, you know, we have these range of outcome projections on Daily Roto. And Devin Booker is one of the guy, guys from a ceiling perspective, always has a super high ceiling, always prone to go off. And shooting guard on this plate, 
you know, there's not a lot there in terms of value. You know, guys like Oladipo and Butler on the expensive side, you know, we have them projected for less than Booker, but at a higher price tag. So Booker and, you know, even DeAndre Aiden a little bit. I think you could full stack this game. So still plenty of value on the Toronto side. But, uh, you know, someone like Fred Van Vliet, who's going to start still, um, definitely loses a lot of value from what we saw early in the day because he's not going to see the minutes. He's not going to see the offensive usage that we expected when we assumed that Kyle Lowry was going to be out. One player I brought up, and I brought up Norm Powell, and Powell's got talent. UCLA, Bruin, he's got talent, but he's kind of an underachiever. And, you know, for fantasy purposes, there's not really that big pop-off. But in a game like tonight, I figured he can get some minutes. He played 24 minutes last night. He put up 18 fantasy points, $3,900 on DraftKings. But Kyle Lowry changes the uh, the dynamic. Me and Cam have been high on Ibaka uh, all year long. So as far as the big dogs here tonight, so for spending some money, uh, Westbrook or Paul George um, is um, is is uh, is Jokic in the mix tonight? Where if if someone's going to say, all right, I'm going to spend money, big money on one of these guys, where are you going to be doing it here tonight, Mike? Yeah, I think it's Paul George. Um, you know, a lot of that has to do with the positional opportunity cost. That point guard, Russell Westbrook's got such a high salary. You've got Kyle Lowry, as we just said now, is this mid-high-tier guy who's awesome. So I think, especially if you're playing on FanDuel, there's just a huge gap between Paul George and everyone else. Favorable matchup against the Lakers. The Thunder have a 118 team total. That's the highest on the slate. We've got them projected for the most team rebounds on the slate. And Paul George, a guy who can contribute completely across the board. I'll say, I mean, if you're playing on FanDuel too, your Norman Powell play might not be completely dead because he's only 3,600 and you've got the ability to punt a spot on FanDuel. So I think you could take him and then maybe one other cheap guy at another position and hope that one of them works out and, you know, the other one you get to drop the score. You know, maybe even it's Greg Monroe as a, a punt center type play. What do you think, Mike? Uh, I know we talked about the Raptors. We have one guy, Danny Green's 4,800 bucks. Uh, 26 and a half uh, points on DraftKings versus the Celtics last night. 30, 36.25 versus Washington, playing above his averages, and he's a pretty cheap price. What's your take? Yeah, Green was a guy that I, w- I was into a lot more before the Kyle Lowry stuff just because yeah. I expected him to have a bigger offensive role. I expected the minutes to be really, really heavy. Now, he's still got a pretty safe role, but you know, he's not someone that's got this you know, super high ceiling that you expect out of Danny Green. He's kind of a guy who grinds the value. And you start getting up to 4,800 near that 5K marker on DK. And I just think I'd looked at some other options. You know, that L.A. Lakers, OKC game, you've got Contavious Caldwell-Pope, another guy that should play heavy minutes, but, uh, you know, a higher team total there. Uh, I think I, I deviate off of Green now, just given this news on Kyle Lowry. And then, of course, the other big news that we're waiting on is Joel Embiid, who's questionable tonight. Um, that could shake things up because we've seen, you know, the fantasy value of Ben Simmons, of Jimmy Butler, skyrockets when Embiid's out. So just keeping our eye on that one, it doesn't look like we have word on that yet. So guys I have in my lineup right now, and I like to put together some lineups uh, when we do the show here after we talk to uh, to the experts such as yourself. So it really changed everything with Kyle Lowry. Uh, but I've got, I like Lowry here in this spot. I, I don't want to dis, I don't want to throw away Powell here. Uh, I, I think Powell's going to get some minutes uh, tonight uh, at 3,900. But a couple, of, and we got Ibaka in the mix. I, I really like Serge Ibaka as well. But a couple other players that we didn't talk about that I think are worth playing, and I, I want to ask if you like him too. Kyle Kuzma on DraftKings seems to be affordable at 6,900. Coming down, prices come down a little bit. Uh, Kuzma tonight, and 
Uh, Bobby Portis is another player that catches my eye tonight, Mike. Kuzma, you know, is one of the guys I was going to mention. I think that's a really good play. That price tag sub 7K is just too cheap in that OKCLA game. You, you've got a high total on that one. You've still got the injuries to the Lakers of LeBron James still out, Rajon Rondo out. And as a result, you know, we're projecting Kuzma for 36 minutes. If the game stays close, he can get into the upper 30s. Uh, we're projecting him for a 28% usage rate, which is really high, one of the highest you know, baseline projections we have at that position. So I'm really into the Kuzma play. Portis is a little bit underpriced at 4600 uh, and now with the injury there to Wendell Carter Jr., that's opening up time for him. So I think you're on the right guys. You know, those are two guys that we really like. Not just telling you this to make you feel good, Gabe, but I, I do think you're on the right guys tonight. Um, Portis, one of our better values, sub 5K. I like that a lot better than going to Danny Green. Uh, the only guy I'll say is I think on DK, the Powell play now is a little shaky. If he was like the full min 3K, I'd be more into it. But as he yeah, gets to 4K, 39 is a little pricey, yeah. Yeah, it, it, it's he's a full pump play. Like if he's three K, I'm fine with it. Four K, you know, maybe you get away with it in a tournament, um, and you bring you know you bring back your three Raptors with some stunts. But that one's the only one I think. I'm with you though. I'd rather go Caldwell Pope, you know, now in this spot for forty seven. You know, or you know, here's uh, Tyreek Evans house four thousand uh, dollars tonight. Mike Leone, um, great stuff, great analysis from the Daily Roto crew as always. Go to DailyRoto.com. Uh, if you want to win playing DFS or at least give yourself a puncher's chance. Thanks, Mike. Take care, Mike. Thanks for having me on, guys. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. for joining us on the program. So Kyle Lowry is in, and it's funny, I just uh, rebooted the optimizer. It's completely different than it was earlier in the day. <laughs> Changes. Caldwell Pope. Caldwell Pope is a player that, I don't know, his name's just sort of calling me, you know. Caldwell Pope, but I got $5,400 left to spend here. Where can I go? Where can I go? All right, A lot I of places. What do you got? Uh, well, if I had 5,400 real dollars, I could probably go out and have a pretty good time. But Yeah, you could. I had, had $5,400 <laughs> in fantasy DFS. Yeah, it's still good, though. With 5,400, you can find somebody, don't you think? You can find I'm somebody. Yeah, yeah, I'm just putting my hockey lineup together. As I, you heard me cursing on the other side, I lost everything in my windows. I don't know why. I didn't do nothing. I didn't hit anything, but everything disappeared. So I'm just... Uh, you know how annoying this is? I just start from scratch. I just had a lineup there, everything done. So, yeah, I'm building it together, Gabe. I'll give you my hockey lineup right there. I just got to get a couple guys in. That's why I always write it down on paper, too, when these things tape happen. I like to have a backup plan. Uh, it's an interesting night. I told you the Coyotes were good. We scored six goals against the Sharks. Kind of contrarian, Gabe. And I think I'm going to go, um, 
and this is not a homer pick tonight. I really like the Toronto Maple Leafs tonight. If they don't win, sure, but you're getting you're getting points. You're getting money back with them. I think plus one thirty. Um, Tampa Bay coming off that road trip. They're back home. The Leafs looked horrible in their last game. They're really, really angry. I think they go in there and they want to make a statement. They dominated Tampa the last time they played them, but they ran into a very hot Vasilevsky. So tonight, I think they're a good dog price, Marenzi. I think it's going to be uh, my top hockey play, and it's not a homer pick. I really believe it this time. I'm not just betting them. I put them in parlays for a favorite. Like, I'm going to smash the Leafs tonight. Anything else? <laughs> yeah. You want my hockey lineup? Yeah, yeah, if you got one. Yeah, just put it together. Okay, so we're going to do, uh, as I mentioned, Contreras, and well, we're going that way with Leafs tonight. I think they're going to score like five goals in this game against uh, Tampa Bay, get it done. Going with Austin Matthews. Uh, it's inter- it's interesting because Austin Matthews is expensive, but his line mates are. He's got three points in his last two games. Marassi. I wouldn't mind some more shots on goal, though. Five shots on goal, that's not acceptable. I, I, she should be getting at least four a game. Uh, but you know what? I, I really feel he's going to show up in a big game for Toronto tonight. Now we're going to get my value play star center tonight. The Nashville Predators, and uh, good games on the NHL board tonight. Nashville's taking on Winnipeg. Remember when they met in the playoffs? It was a great series, and Nick Bonino's hot for the Preds. Um, he's got four points in his last three games. I like to ride this guy. He's getting more ice time, too. The coaches are really happy with him, and he's dirt cheap. They haven't really adjusted his total. Eight DK points against Washington and a two-goal effort. I like Benino. 22 points on the season, $3,900. Chicago's playing the Rangers. you got to put Patrick Kane in the lineup. The guy had 14.5 DK points the last game, four points, 64 points. Hey, Patrick Kane's doing his thing for Chicago, man. This guy is a monster out there, and playing the Rangers, I think he could be a multiple uh, DraftKings point night. Might get into double digits again. Now we're saving our money with the Leaf stack on the wing with Kasperi Kapanen tonight. Um, I actually like his game. He's got nine DK points in his last two, three points. He's hot. I think it's going to be a very, very good game for this line. So I did the Leaf stack with Kapanen. And then we're going to go with uh, Andreas Janssen, too. He's uh, the other winger there. Hey, if you play with Austin Matthews and Kapanen, we might as well get the whole line in there. And he's only 4700 bucks points in back-to-back games, 21 points on the season, Marenzi. Hopefully they deliver tonight. Now we're going to go with Essa Lindell on the blue line. Dallas is playing L.A. I actually like their defensemen sometimes more than their forwards. He's been pretty consistent. This guy, even on a bad night, he'll probably get you three, two and a half, three DK points. No points, it doesn't matter. The guy had five shots on goal his last game. So if he can get a point or two, he's going to have a monster night for the price value. Jake Gardner, Gabe, what do you do when everyone in the world hates your guts and your own fans are booing you because you're a bunch of morons? You go back into Tampa Bay and you play a great hockey game. This guy, it's not all Jake Gardner's fault, people. Relax on this kid. He, he's giving you some good years. No need to boo and get angry at him. I get it. You well, pay big fans for the tickets. They are absolute douchebag morons. Guys, hey, I'm a Leaf fan. Visine Vince is a Leaf fan, but you got to be real about it, man. Stop taking your players down. Give the guy, sure, he didn't play his best game. He'll play better tonight, Marenzi, and I think he's a must-play tonight. He's going to be angry and ready to go. $4,500. Jake Gardner, I believe in you. I think he's going to get a point tonight and maybe multiple points. Ben Bishop, our goalie with the Dallas Stars. We're going to go with him because they're playing the L.A. Kings, and the L.A. Kings don't score a lot of goals, and I only have uh, $4,500 left, so I picked up one of the hottest players in the league, David Perron of the St. Louis Blues. 
he's got points in oh my god uh, I I can't even I can't even scroll down this much game I think it's like 11 straight games it's absolutely insane David Perron is having a wicked year for the Blues and all he does is deliver night after night after night it's a tough matchup against Boston but I'm gonna ride the hot hand and he's only forty five hundred dollars so we got Austin Matthews Nick Bonino Patrick Kane Kasperi Kapanen Andreas Janssen Essa Lindell Jake Gardner in a comeback. Come on, Jake. Ben Bishop and David Perron. Sorry, Marenzi. Tough times. No change tonight. Good stuff, uh, Cam. No National change. Hockey League uh, DFS uh, lineup. Our NBA lineup has um, got shook up a little bit uh, here uh, with the, uh, oh, the recent announcement. Up. It's interesting, too, because uh, DraftKings still has the red um, O next to Kyle Lowry's name. I know. I know. That's why I wanted to tell you that when we had Leone on because I saw reports that he's playing. And, yeah, they haven't adjusted it. You thought they'd take out the O and put in uh, or put nothing there. Not even probable. He is playing. So Yeah, when you click his, yeah, when you click it, you see his player profile. It says, yes, it's, he's been a late addition to the lineup, yet they're leaving that O up. So it'll be interesting to see how many people don't uh, don't clue into that. Yeah, uh, that's, that's, what's, that's what's frustrating about the NBA. Like, Will Barton could be a good play tonight. But I'm seeing Will Barton left the shoot-around today for personal reasons. And uh, his status is un- unknown for tonight. Like the NBA, man, I've never seen a league like this where yeah. you just they don't know who's playing. Together too. Guys are in, it's guys true, are out. Man. And this new personal reason stuff. Like Ananobi is out for personal reasons tonight. Now, he missed games for personal reasons earlier this year. And I don't understand. So he played last night. So what's the issue that is today that he didn't have last What's night. What's personal? Yeah, like I don't want to get issues, but we show up but... for the show. Yeah, well, I mean, no, but the thing is, you know, it's not like he's slacking off. I mean, obviously the Raptors know what's going on here, but I yeah. hope he's all right. I don't know what the deal is. He's not quite as good this year as he was last year either. You could tell something's a little off with him. So I just find it curious. I brought up this personal stuff with him earlier um, that I was curious about it, and – now, once again, tonight, personal reasons uh, that he's out tonight, which I, just, I don't know. Like I said, I don't know if someone's sick. I don't, I don't know what, what the deal is. But it seems that it's been a pattern, like, all year long. He had personal reasons, like, it's before true. the year started. Like, I remember in it's training camp, like, he missed time because of something. So, I don't know. Uh, they've done a pretty good job of keeping it a secret, whatever it is. So, uh, anyways, I got Kyle Lowry. Oh, no, point guard here hold tonight. on here. Yeah. No, you're right. Sorry, it's an old story. I thought it was something. I know he had issues um, with his dad and stuff like that when uh, something bad happened. But, yeah, that's, that's an old story. So, sorry, Marenzi. Yeah, I have no idea what it is, but you said it's absolutely true. It's been going on for a really long time. Hopefully things are okay. It's weird. Kyle Lowry, a point guard uh, tonight, so he's been added back. Listen, we're jumping on Lowry just because he's kind of cheap and the, the board's a little thin here tonight thing with Lowry is I'm a little concerned. If the Raptors are blowing out Phoenix, he's not going to play. Like, they'll put Van Fleet and DeLon Wright in and stuff. So, something to uh, uh, something something to uh, keep your eye on there. But it's, at $7,400, it's hard not to play Kyle Lowry. I'm going to follow Leone's. Um, I'm going to follow uh, Leone's lead on a mini stack here with, uh, with Devin Booker uh, as well. As he stated, Devin Booker is always a candidate to go off the ceiling can be smashed with him. That's one good thing about him. You know, he, he could go off, give you 55, 60, 
even against the Raptors. Yeah, the Raptors play good D, but don't forget, Kawhi Leonard's not going to be clogging things up here tonight. So, could be a decent pace to this basketball game. Uh, Kyle Kuzma is a player that's just too cheap here this evening against Oklahoma City. You know, 16 points, 12 rebounds in the last game, but Kuzma has been pretty consistent uh, with LeBron James out. Sergi Baca is somebody that we've been talking about pretty much on a game-by-game basis. Kind of sucks because I remember when uh, Cam Ibaka was like 4,900 and 5,000 and stuff. Uh, now you got to pay for him. It's like Siakam. You, you got to pay for yeah. these guys now. Like Siakam's like 6,500 and, 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 and up nowadays. <laughs> remember when, remember when, we, when we started, it was like 3,500? He was in the bargain bin. It was Yeah, great. I know. Yeah, now you now you it's. DraftKings uh, adjust as quickly. They adjust quickly. They sure do. Sergi Baca sure. is $6,500 tonight. Like, what was he? Uh, he's been in this range for, like, look, the last 10 games. Like, um, you know, but 10 games ago, he was 5,700 and 5,600 and 5,800. Yeah. Now he's popping up. Even the last game, he was 6,000. Now he's popping up to 65. Um, so he's getting up there. But I can't reshuffle everything consistently here over and over. I'm going with Bobby Portis at $4,600. Uh, the Bulls are kind of thin. Uh, Wendell Carter's out tonight. Uh, so Portis steps up and in, $4,600. You know Portis has never met a shot he doesn't like. So a cheap player tonight, uh, Corey Joseph, former Raptor, Cam, playing for the Pacers. He's only $3,700. Uh, he plays about 20 minutes a game. Yeah, and very consistent. Like the last game, 21. The game before that, 21. The game before that, 20. The game before that, 26. And... He's sort of alternate. It's funny. He did this with the Raptors, too. So he's got 24 points, then 13 points, then 11 points, then 23 points. Uh, but it's a big game tonight against the Philadelphia 76ers. There'll be some points uh, put up on the board. At $3,700, he's my punt play. I'm just hoping he can give me five times the value. I'm not really too concerned about it. Paul George. I don't really have any many stars in my lineup here tonight, but Paul George at $9,800. Is um, I think he's Paul George has been a freaking machine, and he's always just like fifteen hundred dollars cheaper, two thousand dollars cheaper than Westbrook is, but he still gives you monster numbers. And uh, finally, we have another punt play in Miles Bridges. Miles Bridges plays about seventeen minutes a night. Um, you know, seventeen DK points his last game actually four for five uh, from the field uh, the other night. Uh, against Sacramento, there's going to be a nice brisk pace to this game. There'll be some opportunities for him to. Uh, there'll be some opportunities for him to uh, get some fantasy points, and I don't need much. So, I got Kyle Lowry, Devin Booker, Kyle Kuzma, Sergi Baca, Bobby Portis, Corey Joseph, Paul George. Or as Mark Lawrence would say, Paul George. George. Paul George. Paul George. George. Town. And uh, Miles Bridges. <laughs> Miles. $100 Bridges. your change. Hey, thanks. Got go to go to Red Lobster. I yeah, but yeah, it's, the, lobster right now. it's, it's, it's not bucks, real money. I can do well. I know. 100 bucks, I can get an Admiral's Feast and a couple brews. But uh, yeah. I've noticed around this time there. of the day. This is when you, you start to, yeah. This is when you start to complain about being hungry. <laughs> I got to be honest with you. You do it too. You get hungry, and I you eat brownies and stuff. It's not just me at the six o'clock hour. You you get the hunger train going between six and seven. 
Yeah, I know. I'm don't not saying think? I don't. No, I'm not saying I don't. Um, yeah, I just complain about it more probably. Yeah, I got a monster. Yeah, you do. You just see. Yeah, you seem to bring it up. We were talking about DFS pricing, and out of nowhere, you brought up how you want Red Lobster. Well, you told me I had a hundred bucks. I was just thinking about dinner. But uh, no, I anyway, said, yeah, yeah it's all good. There's a hundred dollars left in fantasy. I didn't say you had a hundred dollars. Yeah, that's what I was thinking about. Though. I was just you saying, don't if I had a hundred bucks, that's where I'd go hey. for dinner. Not that you need my permission, but I give you permission to go to Red Lobster today if you want. Just go knock yourself Thanks, out. Buddy. Yeah, yeah, table for one. Phil Mickelson shot a 12 under 60. 12 under 60. Wow. Today. I will say this, though, Marenzi, for all the people in DFS who didn't take Phil, like me, you, and everybody, most people. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, he played LaQuinta. So if you look at the low scores, uh, and actually it's funny. I have oh, that's right. Curtis There's two Luck. different courses now he's got to play. Yeah. Curtis Luck is one of my guys. He's actually one of the che- I think he was $6,200, actually one of the cheapest golfers out there. He's in second at 8-under, and he played LaQuinta, too. So if you have a good score, and I have good news for you, Adam Hadwin, who's playing uh, – the south course there. Uh, yeah, he, he's only six back, but he's playing. Yeah, see, yeah, T seven now. He just eagled the par five. He just chipped in, but he hasn't played Lakinta yet. This is a great start for Hadwin and guys like Charles Howell, five under on on uh, the north courses. So guys who are playing Lakinta, they're going to go low and they have to deal with harder courses later. So if you have a guy like Charles Howell, Adam Hadwin, who has a good number playing uh, the tougher courses, you're in good shape. Don't worry, Phil's gonna Phil's gonna gag on Saturday or Sunday, Marenzi. Uh, I've got Patrick Cantlay. He's got 22 points uh, so far. He's through yeah, 13. He more. He's T46. Yeah, he's three under. Adam Hadwin is six under right now. Or as Cam just mentioned, just moved to seven uh, to uh, to T7. He's got uh, 36 fantasy points. A player that, uh, and Adam Hadwin's only owned by 7.6% of the players. Love Zach Hadwin. Johnson. Zach Johnson letting me down right now. But, uh, you know, what are you going to do? He finished the what, minus one. Everyone's putting up these monster scores, so just 13 uh, fancy points. Uh, Neiman's still out on the track right now, but kind of a disappointing start for Neiman, I would say, Cam. T67 right now. Yeah, it's not bad. Uh, at least he's two, actually he's two under. He's two under. I got to tell you about Neiman, Gabe, as you remember. I took him a lot last year. I know Feinberg likes him too, and if you follow golf, he is the next coming. He's just one of those guys, though. I expected uh, just a little bit more. Like people really, really talk about him as like this phenom, but it's not easy to win in golf tournaments. And there's a lot of good young players out there. So I, I find Neiman sometimes he's just a little bit overpriced, but I love him, and uh, he should get a, get a win uh, this year on tour for sure. He was so close last year. Cantlay is going to be okay. Sabatini. He's playing Norton. What's Sabatini? Roy Sabat- Rory Sabatini is actually not bad for DFS purposes. He, uh, he shot a 68, four under, T24, 24 That's fantasy good. points. That's very good. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Sam Ryder was even. Yeah, that's not good enough. I know. I like Sam Ryder, enough. too. That's not a very good round. And he played, I think he played LaQuinta, too. Let me check with Sam or Sam Ryder. I think I yeah, that's the thing. Like, if you don't go at least two to three under at that course, like, actually probably four under, you're losing strokes to the field because that's where you're going to make up ground. So it's going to be interesting as the tournament progresses. Well, these guys, the guys playing at a mini-putt place? Yeah, it feels almost that way. You know, actually, nope, Sam Ryder played uh, SC, so that's okay. We The LQ, La Quinta, that's the one where uh, the scoring average is much lower. Game time decisions, Red Heat Rage Radio, Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Gonzaga. Playing uh, 23 points to uh, Loyola Marymount. Loyola Marymount actually Ooh. 13 and 4 on the season. A lot of points. 
A lot of points. I thought it was like 26 or 27. I'm tempted. I'm tempted. Nah. Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fantasy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. I don't know what this world is coming to. Time decision, Freddy Bridge Radio. Sacramento Kings, 6-0 against the spread on the road against Southeast Division opponents. Charlotte Hornets, 0-5 against the spread at home against Pacific Division foes. Mark Lawrence says, if it ain't broke, we're not about to fix it. Mark Lawrence on the Sacramento Kings uh, this evening. Um, Or at least uh, the trends lead to the Sacramento uh, Sacramento Kings uh, this evening. I don't love the board tonight, Cam. I'm not forcing things. Like, this is going to be one of my really lighter nights tonight. Like, I really, you know. All right, Chicago Blackhawks are at the New York Rangers. Blackhawks are plus 100. Rangers are minus 120. The total is six and a half there. The Devils and the Islanders. Total six. Islanders minus 165. Boston Bruins can go F themselves. I don't trust them. They might win tonight, but, you know. Losing yeah. to Philadelphia is uh, pathetic. They really outshot him and stuff. You like the Leafs yeah. at plus 120. You got the Ducks in the Dude, Wild. The Wild are minus 170. Preds are minus 165. I don't trust them. Jets might be a live dog there, but I don't love it. And then uh, you were talking this morning about liking the Dallas Stars against the Kings. Yeah, just because the Kings are brutal. Uh, Dallas should win the game at home. But basically, if you were to bet... Every, like, Chicago Rangers, I lean underdog in that game. Devils, Islanders, the Islanders might win. The Devils could. They're plus 145. I'm not betting that game. Boston, St. Louis, same thing. Boston should win, but the, they really will let you down. And the Blues, that Bennington kid can get hot, plus 130. Leafs, they're my favorite game on the board tonight, plus 120. Um, Anaheim has a huge losing streak. Minnesota, should they be laying 170? No. Anaheim can win that game at plus 150. And the Jets and Predators in a rivalry game, I kind of like the Predators because it's a revenge spot. But I'm thinking if you bet every single dog in the NHL tonight, you'll win money. But I'm being selective. I'm taking uh, Chicago. Uh, and I'm taking Toronto. I'm going to double-check the goalies, too. I don't bet Chicago games if Cam Ward starts, just the over. But I think Delhi is starting tonight, and that's huge. So I'll eh, well, take a shot with the, the old Blackhawks, Gabe. You know what? I can't argue with it. I can't argue. Plus 100. I can't, I can't argue. Rangers back after the road trip. Uh, I tell you, the Ranger coach is getting mad, though. It's one thing. I know you like to bet on teams that have been embarrassed and stuff, and the Ranger coach yep. is snapping on a daily basis. Like, he rips them in, in the media and stuff, too. So, like, he's... I he, like it. He went, like, you know, you know, he didn't single out guys by name, but he basically stated that he's embarrassed by their play and, 
you know, that he doesn't, they don't look like an NHL team, <laughs> stuff like that, you know. I think he said, I feel like I'm watching an AHL team or something. Like, he was, <laughs> yeah, he was, he was pretty upset. We'll see, we'll see how they respond. It's funny, I was just saying I really don't like anything all that much. It's going to be, so tonight's a recreational night, guys. We're going to, you know, we're going to get more serious, but we're sort of buying, you know, we're like last week. We're just sort of cruising through the week, I, going into the weekend. I am serious. One game, Gabe. I'm, I'm actually, like, smashing Toronto tonight. I'm not lying. Like, I'm putting a lot of money on this game tonight. I think it's a great spot for them. If I lose, I lose. It's one of those things. I'm, I'm willing to, it's Is called it the gambling. Only game you, you're I'm saying the only game you're betting? It's the only game I'm smashing. I'm going to recreational play everything else. This game is going to be uh, four to five times units. That's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm going for it tonight. Wish me luck. Swinging for the fences with the Leafs. I am. It's good. I think it's a really good spot for them tonight, but we'll see. You know, Tampa Bay is a damn good hockey team. They're very, very good. But I know the Leafs, the last game they played, they actually dominated them. We'll, we'll see. And it's just, I think it's a good spot for them. Everyone's down on them now. They have the talent. They can go in there, outwork them, and get a get a win. And I'm getting plus 120. We just look for spots, right, buddy? Like, we look for spots. I think it's a really good spot for them. And uh, time will tell. But it's being bet. So, as I stated, this Nebraska, Nebraska-Michigan State game is a big game. Nebraska have been real good. Nebraska's uh, got a decent basketball program. I like Nebraska. It's taken them a little while. In past years, Cam, Nebraska, I used to bet on them, even like, you know, 10, 15 years ago in basketball. Me too. And Me too. They were, they were always very offensively challenged. Like, Nebraska would slow the game True. down, and you'd be like, all right, at home they can cover this plus seven. They're going to slow it down. And they played a lot of, like, you know, 58, 55 games and stuff, but – their programs developed and the recruiting got better. Like they're, they're better than the football team is actually. So like Nebraska is a good basketball team. And they actually play, they don't play like that slow style anymore. So you got Michigan state, Nebraska coming in here. I, you know, I'm looking at the over of this game, but it's up to 146 and a half. It was 144 and a half, but I'm telling you, when you follow the money with college, you usually win cam because it's usually pretty sharp money. It's not Johnny Public betting like the overs of a Big Ten game. You know what I mean? Yep, exactly. Uh, actually, small play. I'm going to take a shot with Nebraska. Game like this, we know how talented Michigan State is. Gabe, they're one of the best teams in the nation. But Nebraska has taken a huge step. Their program has been getting better year after year. Home, going to be rabid fans there. Uh, this is a statement game for the Cornhuskers tonight. And what are they getting, two and a half? I, I, I think I'm going to lay it down with Nebraska. Small play. Sparty's a good team, but I, I like the Cornhuskers. Now, the total is now up to 147.5. Holy crap. Um, last time they played, it was 86-57, 88-72. Uh, it's not, you know, Nebraska have gotten better over the years. Let's look at recent form here. And, you know, we talk about Nebraska scoring more points historically now than they used to, you know. 86, 79, 72, yep. 84, 70. You know, they only scored 66 on the road the other night against Indiana, a lower-scoring game. But one. They won. One, two, three, four, five. They're four and one to the over in their last five games, Nebraska. Uh, Michigan State, though. Uh, Michigan State, um, they've been playing to the under a little bit more. You know, they, they play pretty good defense. They hold you. They've been holding teams to about 60 points or so. Yeah, I think uh, this would be a forced play. I mean, we preach to Julio. We got to take it off the card. I don't often do this, but 
<laughs> delete. I actually, I typed it. I just deleted it. S C, right? S C M. Small card. Marenzi. Small card. No, it's I don't. He You're doesn't know what the hell card. he's doing. Card Marenzi. <laughs> That's what this is. It's not like discipline. I just. Oh, it's oh, you these, see, I, I don't like unknown, anything. unknown card yeah. Marenzi, unknown. Like card everything Marenzi. I look at, I'm like, I don't know. You know, what I mean, it's one of those deals. Like, I like the I Knicks. Know, you get dizzy, and I hit it. You get. Dizzy. I like the Knicks, and I hit yeah, it. Like I said, I saw the Knicks plus eight. Take the night Let off. It. But don't, don't don't kid me. You're going to be doing your late night show, and the degenerates coming to the chat, and you're like, oh guys, I like the second half over. I know what happens, and that's what you. Oh do, yeah, no, I'll man, get in. There'll be a you million letters to bet today. There's a, a positive bunch. day. Well, I really didn't. Well, I didn't work hard. I sat in a chair and watched the Knicks uh, cover. Yeah, I'm just saying though, you're up money on you're up money on the day. It's a good start to the day. You don't want it to go the other way. You know, the only thing I did. All. The only thing that's positive about this is I took a beating last night. Right, so I was down just because you didn't get that uh, the East Carolina bet in. I had twenty five dollars hey. left. I know that was awesome. The fact I didn't get that bet in was amazing. <laughs> Saved yourself. Son. So That's I told, uh, I rolled it over. <laughs> I was basically, wow, it's all or nothing. I started with two hundred fifty dollars nineteen days ago. So think about it. I've been battling with that two fifty for nineteen days, and like I got that the what the day Clemson played Oklahoma. You know, so it's not bad. I've been grinding it through. But it got it got as high as five seventy five and it got as low as twenty five last night. And well, yeah, Clemson, Alabama, right? That you got in the national yeah. championship game. That's when you started no. it. Yes. No. Uh, no. The, uh, no. It was the final four. Oh, okay. you haven't I gone. See. see, you see, what I'm saying like I haven't asked you to. We haven't got a pay. I haven't bought a PayPal like since I got it myself. No. <laughs> it was the Saturday of the Oklahoma Alabama game. Like I said. So it was, it was like December 29th or something like that. So I've been grinding through, man, with the same stupid 250, like up and down, up and down. And um, it got as low as 25 last night. I bet the over the Warrior game, and then I rolled that over on the Nick game today. So we'll see if I can get this up. And I'd like to try to keep this going into the Super Bowl. You know what I mean? We'll see if I can just sort yes. of chip away. So we got four plays tonight. Four plays. Pacers, money line, minus 150 against the visiting uh, Philadelphia 76ers. Suns, Raptors, over 224. I think without Kawhi Leonard, the Raptors' pace is going to pick up a bit. Number one, he's the best defensive player in the NBA. So, by nature, all right, you're missing the best defensive player in the NBA. Number two, Kawhi Leonard has the ball in his hand a lot. And... He's, you know, he sort of slows down the shot clock, and he plays a lot of isolation basketball. I think there'll be more three-point shots from the Raptors tonight. They're tired. They played last night. As I was tweeting earlier in the day, three-point shots are an easy way out. That's another reason why everyone does it now. It's easier than battling under the paint, under the boards in the paint. So I could see the Raptors heaving threes here against Phoenix, and Phoenix don't play defense. So the game should go over 224 points. I, you know, this is like, I don't know if I'm getting a little cocky and dangerous here, Cam, because, or I should say I'm flying too close to the sun in the sense ah. that I already bet the on the Knicks. Knicks. 
I already know. I was going to say, I already bet on the Knicks today. That's what I And yeah. we cashed it. Now I'm going to take the Lakers plus 10 tonight. I don't trust Oklahoma City laying 10 points. I kind of lean that way, too. I haven't pulled the trigger, but when I I've been at burnt board, too many times with those guys. And there's two Nixon's games I game like, camp. and that's one of it's them. It's a TV game. Everybody in America is going to be on them. Everyone's going to say, oh, there's no LeBron, Westbrook, and George. They can win by 10. The Lakers suck. Lonzo Ball sucks. There's just going to be that narrative. And I don't know, man. Like, maybe Oklahoma City just are clicking on all cylinders. I could see the Lakers hanging around with them. And if not, then I'm going to take the over as well as a little insurance. So four NBA plays. Indiana Pacers money line. I'm telling you guys, I don't love these plays. All right. These this is the definition of degenerate type of stuff. The board no, is no, no. Terrible. Pacers. I like the Pacers. Good play. It's down to it's down to three, too. You can take it one fifty one. I know that's why I'm jumping line. back I like in. It. I like yeah, it. Yeah, one fifty like ML. It. So Pacers one fifty money line. Suns Raptors over two twenty four. Lakers plus ten. Lakers OKC over two twenty six and a half. Four games tonight. Light card Morenci. LCM. LCM. Yeah, I, I tweeted out uh what was what did I call you? Uh U C M. Unknown card Morenci, but yeah, light card. You're L C M now. L C M. Could be uh yep. it could be a lot of different uh, abbreviations we could fill in here. Yeah. Last night's card was of- shit card Morenci. S C M. SCM, yeah, it happens. Hey, man, you're not going to roll roll it every time. Like, you know, and you pick your spots, Gabe, and I'm I'm picking my spot tonight with the, the Toronto Maple Leafs at plus 120. I'm all in in this game. I could get burned, but I, I think it's going to be a multiple-unit play because I like the situation. We'll see what happens. Chicago, plus 105 against the Rangers. I don't love this game. It's going to be a small play, but I lean to Chicago. They shouldn't be a dog in this situation. With Elia and Ned, I think they can win. Uh, I don't lay 80 cents with the Dallas Stars, so I'm taking them in regulation, Gabe, and I'll probably be bitching about them tomorrow at 4.02 when we start the show. NBA, Indiana Pacers, money line and spread. I'm going to slap that one right in half. And you know what? I don't like Michigan State. I'm going to go on Nebraska. I think this is a big, big game for the Cornhuskers. I'm getting two points, so I'm going to take a shot with Nebraska in what should be a really, really good college game tonight. That's it, but the big play, Leafs. Go, Leafs, go. Cam's loading up on his loading own up. Toronto Maple Leafs. Correct. Yeah, I'm sort Correct. of, for me, for me, I'm sort of, uh, it's the calm before the storm. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I'm getting ready. Like, you know, you got the football this weekend. And I, I plan on, you know, we're going to bet some UFC Saturday night. I'm planning a gambling weekend this weekend. You know, it's, this is so, recreational stuff throughout the week. Have this you sent week, the email? you know. So I'm, or else I'm just going to do it manually here. So what do you? Oh, so you yeah, want the Pacers? I'll send, yeah, I'll send you. Okay, send me the stuff. Why is that? Are the Pacers well, well, at seven o'clock? Uh, I think. Do you have a college game at seven o'clock? That's all I need to know. If you don't, I can get these in no problem. Just tell me if you have a college game, and yeah, I'll get on Pacer top of games it. now. Yeah, I'm going to send you the email. Okay, sounds good. I got to read anyway. We did get to at the game. Just got a gut feeling. No problem, fellas. Now you can go bet from anywhere, anytime with the all new my bookie mobile platform betting platform i gotta tell you i gotta reload that account listen to this deal with a my bookie mobile platform you'll enjoy the safety and convenience of at-home betting while you're on the go try it out today and you'll never miss another winning bet gabe head on over to mybookie.ag and open up that account with the promo code 
F-N-T-S-Y, and my bookie will match your deposit up to $1,000 a dime. Yes, that's right, $1,000. That's mybookie.ag, promo code F-N-T-S-Y. I need that bonus because you know we're going to roll it over. Rolling, 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 rolling. Yeah, you won't have any problem uh, rolling it over. Like Julio, if you're out there, you got to get Oh, yeah, Julio. You'll roll it over in a day. Big card Julio, they love you. Come on, keep on betting, big card. That's right. Super rollover. Exactly. I'm trying yeah. to roll over this ninety-two dollars. Keep it keep it alive into tomorrow or build it. Do it once again, sort of tinker, and then who knows? You know what I mean? I can like I said, dude, I was at five hundred and seventy five dollars with the same account yep. going in going into that Colt game. I had high hopes too. I was like, I'll flip this in eight hundred, I'm gonna hit on Saturday night the Rams, I'll have twelve hundred you know what I mean? I was and all week yeah, I was saying sure. the best thing to do is just bet that stupid seven-point teaser with the Rams and the Saints. I could have done it. You know what I mean? I should have just put it all on that. It would have been a freaking sweat job. So easy to say could have, should have, would have. But Can't live in the hey, past. Man. No, you can't. That's the thing. And, like, the sun comes out tomorrow, and as you wake up, you tell me it's scary, but you see the Empire State Building, there will be a sky. It might be a little bit bleak, but there will be a betting board, friend. You know that. Well, I didn't say scary. I said uh, creepy. Gloomy. Oh, <laughs> creepy. Creepy. Uncle Creepy. <laughs> yeah, scary scary is a strong word. Yeah, sorry. Creepy. Yeah, creepy is better than scary. You just said you're like, it's kind of like bleak and I, dark. I, and, I uh, said it's like creepy. Gotham. Yeah, like there's no, you know, some people wake up, you see a dog or, you know, you have a tree in your backyard or something. <laughs> I see a dog. Like I wake up, I got like NYPD <laughs> helicopters and like Empire yeah. State Building and stuff. Like, you know. I, I wake up and there's a bottle of steam whistle. Like, knock. I knock that over. I did. I have a couple of glasses of wine last night. Hey, I hit my fan. You know, where's my knee brace? Yeah, trust me, I don't wake up with the smiling affection and licks of a dog. <laughs> <laughs> Just stuff strewn around the house. Wow, I was looking at uh, Dane Martinez do his thing. You guys, he's got the old school Patriot hat there in the studio. I got to be honest with you. I wish the Patriots had that helmet. I'd hate them less. I love the old Patriot helmet. No, exactly. You're right. There is. There, there. It's hard to hate a team with a helmet so nice as the old school helmet. Exactly. I hate their new outfits. They suck. All right, so we got Scout Radio coming up on the radio. We got Dane Martinez on uh, YouTube and, uh, and Roku and the other uh, platforms. May the winners be yours. Later, Cam. Email sent.